Hi, welcome to the podcast. We're out of practice. We've not done this really well. Oh, I know. How are you feeling? Because I've um, I'm better. <laughs> I think I'm better. Like I saw you the weekend. I seemed, I seemed okay. I was gonna say because I've not seen you in like forever. <laughs> not seen yeah. you in literally six days. Oh, uh, yeah, but you, you seem to be on the mend when we were, when we were over in, in seeing you, <laughs> over in seeing me. Yeah, over inside you. <laughs> you can't be over inside somebody. You can be over being inside somebody. Like I'm kind of done with you. Can, you. you can be over over inside someone. <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Apologies. Next. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. First. Welcome. First and foremost to to Bampots. How are you, Andrew? Are you good? Yes. We've covered me. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm sad that it's Sunday. Why are you but sad? Yeah, I'm good. Sunday. Well, because it means tomorrow's Monday. Yeah, the progression this, of the this, week. This linear, this linear time, it just just keeps going on and on and on and on. Oh, this week Marco learns how a week works. Next week he spells week. <laughs> it's now three hundred and thirty-eight days until I turn thirty. <sighs> what are you doing? I don't know. I was meant to do. Um, no, 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 Beethoven's fifth, but it turned into... It turned the white stripes. Yeah, it turned into white stripes, yeah. Um, they should do a cover of that. Hey, I get 50% cut if they do, just in case they're listening. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, well, firstly, sorry that we didn't do one, um, an episode, that is. Um, yeah, it's entirely my fault. I was incapacitated. Yeah, well, I think it's fair enough. It's that time of year. But also, it wasn't anything to do with the time of year, but it was just, you know, it is that time of year. I was a broken human, and it would have just been me going, uh, for 20 minutes. Which may have been an improvement, but I <laughs> will not allow that to be compared, so. No, no, we, 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 we want you at your best. We want you, we want you sprightly and, and full of spunk. Um, so that you can... <laughs> can we not? Like, I, uh, like people I respect who listen to this. Can we... <laughs> yeah, okay. We You're not one idea. of them, but <laughs> come on. No, I don't care. No. Um, yeah, no. We want you at your your best, so we don't want you. We, we wouldn't want to be to be um, having just fifty percent of you here. So, but like, I'm, um, we're wildly out of practice because we're now at three minutes, and we've said absolutely nothing of value to anybody. It just. Yeah, well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Patience, patience, my child. So, uh, is there any follow-up from last month? <laughs> no, I don't know. I have no idea. Probably. But what, what my favourite thing that's going to happen is that the last one had a... Uh, the, that last episode's title had colon part one in it, and we're hmm. just not falling on from that at all, <laughs> moving on to something entirely different today. But that- people should now be... They should now know that we don't we don't follow what we say. We can, we can. It's a, it's just like a, like a little teaser for something that might come in the future. It might not. Yeah. But there we go. Yeah. I mean, you know, but that's that's fine. This is part one of twelve, technically. It's like so... when, it's like when you watch a TV show and they lead something, like they sort of like tease something that's going to come up like six episodes later. Maybe we should start <sighs> doing a previously on at the beginning so that people can remember. Like we made, like we're going to make a reference to something that we made ten episodes ago, and it's very likely that you didn't listen to that. So here's a little sample. Yeah. 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 I hate it when Pornhub does that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we could. We could do that. Yeah, we could have like a, a little... Like a previously in. Yeah, like a wee... Like a tip, you know, just of like... Just for people to kind of get get a flavour. Have at those puns as much as you want. <laughs> well, not puns. What would they be? Double entendres. Tri- yeah. Not the triple entente, which is the, the thing that we fought in 
The Second World War. Uh, the First World War, sorry. <laughs> we were at the Imperial War Museum on the weekend. If it's not, yeah, if it's not obvious, we went to the Imperial War Museum to get on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. We learned a lot. With Raoul. Hi, Raoul. Yeah. Um, was that so, Raoul? Was that channeling him? Yeah, that was Raoul, yeah. He's under my bed. Oh, you're hiding him from me. We've still not done an episode, all three of us. For some reason, when we get together, oh my god, come down with me. One episode. <laughs> <laughs> What happened there was you started a sentence, you then <laughs> jumped to another topic, and then finished the sentence with that thought. That was pretty good. Well done. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, my brain does that. And you got offended when I said that uh, you start thought you start talking and then think about what it is that you're going to say. No, well, that's exactly what happens. Exactly. I well, I I say before I think, which I mean there must be a bit of thinking going on because some words are coming out, but I think it's like um. It's like an unfiltered stream of consciousness, and then the consciousness catches up and goes, "Wait, wait, wait! I need to get you back on the rails. Come on, come on!" Yeah, but it's fun. It's like it's like starting cooking without knowing what's in your fridge. It's like you know, we just you fry an onion, you're like, "Oh, I don't know what I've got," and then you go and check the fridge and check the cupboards and realize you've got like I don't know a tin of tuna, a baked potato, and like some bleach, and then you're like, "Oh, I like a challenge," and then you've got to try and put something together. You know, like that's basically how my brain works with speaking. Is that you know, I start before I know what's in the cupboard. And it turns out, <laughs> not much. <laughs> Clearly that analogy was, was built on that as well. Anyway, yeah, so this week we were going to talk about subscriptions, which is something we've talked about actually offline. Specifically in the last 25 minutes when we discussed what we were going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we also talked about it with Ral, actually, because I think we all have we all have different levels of subscriptability that's not a word but you know what i mean what are are people's different levels of subscriptability um well so like i think you subscribe probably to a lot more than i do i actually quite like one-off payments for things for some things (laughs) one and done yeah yeah it's done yeah leave the money on the nightstand she leaves what do you mean she? I thought you were referring to you um or ral (laughs) you can't afford me (laughs) Rather than just say we're talking about subscriptions, I thought it, we decided that it would be a cool thing to do to discuss how everything from like content to services and even like physical goods like uh, razors, things like that, are everything's moving to subscription level, subscription model, and it seems to be like massively successful, and people are making a huge amount of money. Like even Apple's moving into selling services like a lot of services uh google everyone like it's, it's a massive uh, trend and we just want to talk about like it's been a couple of years since it's really sort of started to ramp up and how many we have what we think about them the psychology of payments and not research at all of course <laughs> and yeah and see what we what we came out with yeah yeah because because i think do you think that's an accurate description of what we attempt we're hoping to discuss yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I think that 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 is yeah, yeah. Because it's it's one of those things where it's almost I don't know about you, but it's kind of happened under my nose, where suddenly everything's now a subscription. Like in the last like five years or something like that, everything has just become available on a subscription. Like even like you said, like razors and coffee. Before Netflix, there was something called Love Film. Remember that? And it, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Amazon bought that. Yeah, it was that that turned into Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was like the um 
the um, successor to Blockbuster, basically. Like, you know, because it was like, Blockbuster was cool because you could go and look at stuff. But then it was like, do you have this new one? Do you have this one? And, you have it? and it was like, they'd be like, oh, no, I just, the last one just went. You know, they'd have like three copies of the latest film or something. And you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, they'd have, they'd have the, the copy with the actual cover and then like a series of yeah. Blockbuster branded cases in the background. Yeah. And you would take one of those up and it would get filled. Yeah. But I used to love Blockbuster because it was great because you could just... And, like, we had membership cards. Spend an hour in there deciding what to watch. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, uh, my mum owed, like, several hundred pounds to Blockbusters at the end of it. Um, because, I don't know, well, no, we should, maybe it was me, actually. <laughs> but anyway, that's beside the point. But, you know, love film. Like, I remember when it came up and it was, like, just like an, an electronic Blockbuster that you could just have ever, anything you wanted. Um and then eventually just moved into subscription. But limited to so many discs at a time. Yeah, so limited to so many discs, and you still had to post them, and like the the physical thing just wasn't wasn't scalable. And then and then things like Netflix came around, and and Amazon Prime, and then the whole thing changed because it's like Amazon Prime. Like we were talking about this, like the cost between Amazon Prime and Netflix. Like you were saying that Amazon Prime is cheaper overall than than Netflix per year, isn't it? Yeah, every year. Yeah, so Netflix in the UK. Netflix is £107.88 for the subscription, like the middle tier, and Amazon Prime is £79 for a year, so it's about like percent, so it's about 20% cheaper mm. to get Amazon Prime, and if you look at the value you get out of Amazon Prime, where you get Prime Video, you get Prime Music, you get free delivery, I get two-hour delivery, it's yeah. incredible, like the minute, like I get a huge amount more value out of Amazon Prime than I get out of Netflix, Yeah, and their video offering at the beginning wasn't great, but it's better now and i think that they've got a lot of tv shows i probably spent at times i spent significantly more time using their services than i do netflix yeah also i'd like to point out in case anybody's screaming at into their phones that netflix started as a dvd rental online dvd rental service as well before it became a streaming service mm. yeah so it, it what like that and love film were a party and netflix may have even have uh preceded love film in oh, the right, States. Okay. but it was definitely it was a mail order dvd mm. rental service that's how it started and they evolved and yeah, they just they were ahead of the game, whereas Love Film struggled and then got bought, and Netflix yeah got in ahead and mm. invested heavily and moved. Yeah, so I mean, like we we talked about like the price of of like the difference between Netflix and and Amazon, and okay, there's a difference, and I guess it depends on like how much how, or how important something is to you. Like a lot of people, I guess, will just have um, Prime. You know, Amazon Prime, they won't have Netflix because Prime gives you everything. It gives you the, the TV stuff, it gives you the music, it gives you the... They even give you cloud content. Do you think so, though? Do you think Amazon has that much mindshare that people are aware that that comes... Like, I, I, they kind of shove it in your face when you get Prime. Yeah. But do you think that... Do you think that people know that that is... Like, that, that, that it's a thing? Like, I think that Netflix's branding is way more effective than Amazon Prime's by the way we also have a music and a video service oh yeah like I, subscription I, no I, I, I completely agree it's like Netflix is actually as a word has kind of become a bit like Google where you where, you know I'll say oh is it on Netflix and by that I'll mean is it online not necessarily is it Netflix yeah can I stream it somewhere yeah and it's the same like Google you know just Google it but you might not use Google you might use Bing or something instead but it's like <laughs> or duck duck, duck. Oh, yeah but like yeah you're, but you're right and that's why I think it's becoming a bit of a an issue like so like the convenience of there's a bit of a trade-off going on at the moment like because there's a convenience of the services and people have realized that like when Netflix started coming up and it started buying access to content like the same way that 
like the we essentially what we do, which is buy access to the content from them. They bought access for a fixed length of time mm-hmm. from the content owners, which is like in this uh, term is like the mu- uh, the movie studios, the TV studios who own the content, yeah. right? And as they started realizing, because Netflix is a public company, they started realizing how much money Netflix was making. They went, well, screw you guys. Why do we get a hundred million dollars from you when we could get a hundred million dollars a year forever from the customers mm-hmm. and just do it, do it ourselves because we have this group of content and off the back of that there's now like almost a dozen services that do essentially the same thing mm-hmm. and netflix knowing that that was going to happen like started making their own content so that they couldn't just be completely destroyed by warner and disney yeah. saying no give us all our content back so they started making things like house of cards and stranger things and their own sets of movies they made that 100 million dollar deal with adam sandler mm-hmm. but like if you look at the cost of content now if you actually want like if someone comes up to you and says oh have you seen this documentary or you've seen this tv show or have you watched um house of cards or have you watched something that's on one of these uh, services you, or like the the new disney service have you watched the star wars tv show the mandalorian which we can't at the moment because disney plus or disney's fancy service hasn't launched in the uk mm-hmm. yet but it has in the us so it's now just been wildly pirated <laughs> the same way that game of thrones was you like it's gonna start having costing you money because you're not gonna just pay for a netflix subscription yeah. you're gonna have to pay for netflix plus amazon prime yeah, yeah, yeah. plus apple tv plus plus disney plus plus uh hbo max and you if you like if you want to watch star wars plus the Batman films plus whatever TV shows that Apple are putting out and like things like that. Like it's just going to start costing you a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's hugely competitive as well. So I know quite a few people who have Prime, but they won't use Prime as a video content service because they prefer stuff on Netflix. And I, so I'm one of those people as well where I'll, I'll prefer to watch things on Netflix just because there's, I think there's a wider range of things. I don't know the exact numbers of what's like the difference between them, but I think it is, again, it's a personal preference as well. You know, some people will probably just like things that are on Prime. But I do also know people that they pay for Prime and that's enough money for them to pay for and they get all the music streaming with it and they get all the video stuff that they are happy with. And But the, the thing that they get the most is the, the delivery stuff and they just, they, you know, they, they get the, the free next day delivery and that's, that's kind of Prime's, well, that's Amazon's, you can a usp with it all and that i yeah. think that's how they bring people in and uh, you know I, I wouldn't have signed up to amazon prime if it didn't have that you know i certainly wouldn't have it as a secondary one personally because i don't use it for music it's i use apple music you know but a lot of people use spotify i think those are probably the two that, that people use the most yeah and there's two more services yeah. that, that apple music is on top of apple tv plus and spotify is another service yeah. so like you're looking at if you start looking at getting all, all these you're look, gonna cost you about 100 quid a month mm. yeah but you're you're right and i think that the amazon prime one is interesting because it costs less than netflix and it's i would say that it's the the logistics of amazon prime is incredibly impressive mm-hmm. where it's just like warehouses of goods that they, they get to you in a short period of time yeah. like they just solve that last mile problem just with like a huge footprint across the uk and the us and wherever they obviously operate and it's easy to say that netflix doesn't have that because all they do is serve files to you so all they need is a huge technical infrastructure but at the same time they're also sh- like shelling out billions of dollars for content and billions of dollars of content includes hiring tens of thousands of people to then make that content for you mm-hmm. which is a huge logistical nightmare in itself like probably it's like i don't actually know how much effort like i've never made a movie i don't know much mm-hmm. like, but I, I imagine it takes thousands of people yeah hundreds or tens of thousands of hours to like to produce a two-hour a two-hour movie mm. yeah and but it's, it's two different two entirely different problems because like amazon's then doing that as well because they're going out to production studios and saying hey make this for me as well for their like they made homecoming and they made yeah. uh that 
show with Billy Bob Thornton and stuff like that and transparent and things like that. So they're kind of doing the same thing. But I don't know. I think it's I think it's crazy. And then you get to people like um, uh, Apple Music and Spotify, which are essentially just file servers mm. that yep. just give you you just pay to have access to albums so you'd never have to buy a CD again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the CD thing's interesting because it's like, you know, I guess with Netflix, if you don't lose anything if you don't have it. So you, you know, you, okay, you, you can't watch the show that you've been watching, but you don't lose something that you would, I don't know how to describe it actually. So while you think about what you're trying to say, I agree with what you're trying. What I think that you're trying to get at, which is, I don't feel as tied to owning a Blu-ray of Die Hard mm-hmm. as I do having access to being able to watch it somewhere. Yeah. Whereas, like once or twice a year, because like if you think about how many times you watch a movie or watch a TV show, like you might watch The West Wing. Yeah five times in your lifetime you might watch friends all the way through a dozen or so times in your lifetime Mm -hmm. but you might listen to like your favorite song 20 30 times a week that relationship i have with music and having access to music is so different than access to a tv show like i'm so not emotionally attached or not emotionally is maybe the wrong word but i'm so less like physically attached to physically entirely um (laughs) i know you mean less attached to in any metaphorical sense like to a a dvd or a piece of visual entertainment than i am to a piece of music yeah and losing access to that like so say spotify went away and all of a sudden you lose your entire music collection like that would be devastating which is why like i still occasionally buy music Mm -hmm. even though i have music subscription services i like i've told you before like i use apple music because i've got a decade's worth of itunes metadata in my on my computer and it's incredibly important to me like they just put out these new replay playlists Mm -hmm. i don't did you see this no where they'll show you your most listened to tracks for like the last sort of six years. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've got like replay 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, and it goes back. And you can see like your top, I don't know how many songs is in them. I'll oh, that's quite cool, actually. It's your top like 100 songs for the last um, sort of five years. Oh, right. I'm going to have a look at that after this. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I'm also kind of embarrassed and... about what my top songs will be and how they'll how they'll change over time so i was interested by that as well to see like if like what ones were consistently through so like, there were some that were like so like some core blink 22 songs i like are there every single year mm. which is like the same as like what i'm talking about with uh these like tv shows like if i suddenly didn't have access to that like i would immediately go and spend a tenner to buy that cd yeah yeah yeah. see that's the thing it's like with mu- music ones i think particularly because uh, they're i think they're way more personal than than film ones you know where uh, you could have Netflix and the majority of people will watch things like Rick and Morty and uh, all the big films on it and some of the documentaries and all this kind of stuff, you know, they become popular because loads of people watch them. Whereas, you know, you, you don't get kind of, I think emotionally is actually probably in a way the right word where it's like, you know, attached to it because you, pe- people do get really at- emotionally attached to music um, in the way that you do listen to a song 30 times a week. Like realistically, you would listen to that. Um, so you know, and they don't. It's quite a clever way. They don't bring you in through these through contracts or something. The contracts aren't bad. You know, it's like Apple Music. I could stop it this month, and okay, I might have to pay this month. But you know, it's not like they're saying you've got to stay with us for the next you know twenty eight months or something like that. Yeah, it's not like a Bannatine subscription where it's like I'll sign up for a month, and you're like, actually, you're tied in for two exactly. years, and yeah. we get to name your first child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that I'm so attached to the content, that's how they get you in. Because if I lose Apple Music or I, I decide I don't want to pay the £15 or whatever it is that you're paying a month for it, you know, if, well, it's like, you know, I'm the same. I've bought a couple of CDs over the past several years, but it really is only a handful. You know, if, if a new piece of music comes out, 
I'm straight on to Apple Music to get it. In fact, Apple Music will normally tell me that it's out, and that's the way I'll get it. And that's the other convenience of it is that you know I don't need to rely on online press and media, you know, yeah. social media to figure out that it's there. It's Apple will tell me. And I think what's good about it is music used to be hard to get into because it's quite expensive, yeah. and like the way that I sort of think about like the difference between like movies and music is like you you pay, you spend ten pounds to go to the cinema to see a piece of entertainment for for two hours, yeah. where you'll spend ten pounds to connect to ten songs for the rest of your yeah. life, right? And but there's a gamble because that CD, like you might buy an album based on a single, like the way sorry when I grew up, you might buy an album based on a single or buy an album based on like what your friends were listening yeah. to, and it might just be a bit of a flop yeah. or whatever. Whereas now. Like discovery is no longer really a problem mm-hmm. for music because well, discovery is now a problem if you want to be discovered because like the noise is so much greater than it used to be. Yeah. But like you said before, like something new comes out, you can just listen to. Like I may not have ever really properly gotten into Bring Me the Horizon if yeah, yeah. if it wasn't just available to me. If I could, if someone didn't say, oh, you should listen to the song, and I went and listened to that song because it was freely available for me to go and listen to. Yeah, yeah. and I suppose like YouTube does that plus some ads plus. 50 ads to sign up to their subscription <laughs> service but but the fact that i can just go on my phone to where i've got the rest of my music collection and just say oh give me give me that as well yeah is in i would say it's invaluable yeah to the point where like i would pay more i'm glad it's not 20 quid a month but it's it is more expensive than than amazon prime and netflix but i think it's more valuable than both of them for that exact reason yeah 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 no absolutely no i i, I yeah i'd agree and it's like it's interesting you were saying about the music with like all the metadata and everything like that, that they collect because they must they must have huge amounts of like if you know i didn't know that apple was keeping track of what i was listening to in 2006 right so they, they, you know they've obviously been doing that doing it for a while it kind of raises the question like what are they actually what else are they tracking you know and what else are they looking at in terms of your data when you're listening to it so but that goes for all different subscriptions not just music and in fact music's probably one of the most um innocent ones to track data because it's like you know okay they're not going to out you as a secret uh, britney spears fan yeah exactly yeah oh you listen to spice girls oh my god you know okay whatever but it's like you know a lot of the the apps particularly on mobile phones uh, in fact online dating ones are a good example here where it's like you know they'll acquire a large amount of data about you not only your profile and they connect to facebook and god knows what's going through that traffic but you know they'll also they also look at who you talk to they have your conversations they have you know yeah, that's like people have been discru- like uh, disclosed as like racists and stuff yeah. because like they'll not swipe on certain types yeah. of people or subsets of people. We will get wildly uh, digressed if we start talking yeah, about this. Yeah, but yeah, we'll yeah you're right. And I think that the, there was an innocence in iTunes metadata, I would say back in the day, but 10 years ago or 14 years ago, whenever I started using it. So like I was what? I was 14 when I got my first iPod. Mm-hmm. So that was half my life ago. <laughs> More than. <laughs> <laughs> as i look at the countdown on my, on my whiteboard um there was an innocence in that because it wasn't so internet connected and it was like a it was a database that lived in your computer yep. that wasn't really swap like swallowed up and like put into the machine mm-hmm. to like the recommendation engine to your like so with that spotify does its discover weekly stuff is like it has to know what you like and what you might what else to recommend to you for that to be of use and it is of use which means they are mining that data and they are using it effectively yep. yeah yeah yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's all right. I don't really mind. If you think of the privacy of it, I think that Amazon knowing that I spent 50 hours in the last couple of weeks watching, or the last couple of months watching House from beginning to end when I should have been doing literally anything <laughs> else is kind of okay. Yeah. Like, I like I know myself, I'm a slacker. <laughs> and the same with iTunes. Like, I'm okay with Apple knowing that I listen to far too much of, like, one set of songs. Yeah. You know, and it's also the range of different services, you know. So we said that you could sign up for anything as a subscription these days. And it's like, 
you know, the number of things that you could sign up for. You know, I could quite easily right now spend an hour signing up for about 10 different things, right? And then my data is now, <laughs> it's in 10 different places in terms of like companies that are managing my data and using it. So if you think about all the different subscriptions you've got, like we've talked about music, music and movies and mm-hmm. things, but like what else? What else have you got in your life? Oh, so I, yeah, so I subscribe to my, um, um, or I pay a subscription for hosting, for website hosting. So to um, DigitalOcean um, for... Um, other services are available. Yes, for... Yes, other services are available, yes. Um, yeah, um, for... What do they call it? A droplet, is it? Like a virtual private server. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. So, so I can host a website. So, but I, the interesting thing with that is that I don't actually... Uh, £4 a month, is it, roughly? $5? Yeah, it's $5 a month. Yeah, so, like, I don't actually... Like, I know I pay for that, but I don't kind of... I don't sit there and think, oh, I should get rid of that. Because you're so flush, you don't know it's five pounds coming out. <laughs> well, your I just know what I'm saying, right? I, 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 like it's like, you... but it's a legit point. Like you don't notice, you may not notice five pounds coming out of your account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and that five pounds a month. Yeah, but that's the big if thing. If it's five pounds a day, you might. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But... Uh, and that's the big thing. It's like it's individual. They're small individual sums. So it's like, so how much is Apple TV? Four fifty. Yeah, it's like four ninety nine, but it's free for the first year. So at some point, that's going to start. Coming yeah. Out. So so okay, but even let's say let's say five quid, right, a month. But that's that's a relatively s- small individual cost, right? You know, that's that's an expensive coffee, you know, or a pint of beer or something like that. And that's a very expensive coffee, but you know, a pint of beer. It's a pint of beer around me. Yes, where you are, it's a pint of beer. Yeah, yeah. Where I live, it's it's. Uh, well, any any kind of alcohol, I guess. But but anyway, the point is, is that it's like alone. They're really easy to manage, and you might see it, and you go like, oh, two pounds a month for all that, that's easy. Three pounds a month for that, easy. Whereas if you put them all together and said, I'll give you this, this, and this for, you know, 150 pounds a month, well, not quite that, but 100 pounds a month then, I don't know if people would take it. I think people would be much more conservative anyway in what they would, again, there's no scientific backing to this, clearly. You, you pause for thought, right? There's a psychological process behind micropayments. It's the same with gaming. And if you look at like the uh, free to play games where they'll sell you coins for a a quid or a quid a go and you have like children racking up or like people even I've in the past like rack up bills with iTunes that you don't see because it comes out a couple of quid at a time. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, actually, it turns out I've spent like 50 pound this month, this year, sorry, on Candy Crush or something. And like, that's, that's, it does, it does add up. But like, if you, if they'd said, do you want to buy access to this for 50 pounds? You'd say, no, absolutely not. It's a game I play for free. Yeah. And it's the, it's exactly the same for these services. So I've got a ton of subscriptions that if like once some of them come out annually and some of them don't. So like I've got like Backplays is the backup, the offsite backup service that I mm-hmm. use. It's 50 pounds a year. It comes out tomorrow, I think. I've got like a VPN access. I've got Amazon Prime. Those are the ones, like the main ones that come out annually. Mm-hmm. And like the same, like I've got an Apple developer account, stuff like that. Like they, they come out annually and they feel expensive because they are big chunks. And then you've got things that like my, like my phone contract is like, like a tenner a month. I don't really, can really think about it. Yeah apple music again and it is very different like the like the mentality of that mm-hmm. uh, and i think that the same because i've got that shave point like harry's razor thing where i just get some razors once every month or once every other, yeah, other yeah. month and i don't really think about it and i think that actually beneficial because i think it's way cheaper than when i used to buy razors but yeah 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 it's, it's crazy and it's, it's it does add up to a lot of money like the annual ones are like i do think I go, oh do i actually still want that mm. and maybe i'll get rid of it but if it was a 10 or a month or if it was a five or a month or something i, I don't really mm-hmm. give give it that much thought so how much do you pay a month then for subscription services so 
I actually bought Channel Force once. I could watch back to back black books in my bed the other day when I was hungover. <laughs> um, it was like three pounds for ad absolution. So what? Do you, like, so I've got subscriptions for like apps that come out once a year. Mm-hmm. Do you can? So, so when I did my calculation, I, I'm I included if it's a yearly thing, and then I just divided it by twelve to just make it a rough kind of. You know, I didn't include um, my phone, and I didn't include my car insurance because I thought that they are i don't i don't include my phone as a subscription so are we considering the definition paying for access to a service so what about domains like so we got the domain for this because we own the domain for yeah the website so does that count uh well we owe the we owe the we own the domain as long as we keep making payments don't we right so it goes away when it stops i still think that counts yeah yeah okay yeah that would count yeah yeah all right, cool. Give me a second. So I've got like a guitar tab subscription, a couple of domains, my name it stuff. While you're working all this out, we'll we'll put in the countdown tune. Are you going to sing it and it's going to actually be a wildly different song? I don't think it does that, but anyway, I'm doing a remix. £56 a month. £56 a month, okay. Is that including your phone? Uh, so do you, you do you count my phone? So I've got I pay for the subscription program. Not the oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I've got it <laughs> already. Admitted it. I, I pay for the Apple upgrade program, which is essentially a loan mm. that rather than uh like if I pay it, eventually I'll stop paying it because I'll just pay the phone off. So that's a really interesting one because I think and I'm bound to it. So it's like a yeah because it's like yeah because it's the same. It's I mean it's essentially the same thing as with my phone except you you know it over a shorter period of time and you get a new phone it gets a contract it's not the same as it's not like i i stop paying it and they take it back yeah it is interesting i stop paying it and like my credit rating gets fucked like that's how that works it's actually probably more applicable than than the car insurance where the car insurance is like you have to have it there's not you can't debate about you know oh can i afford it this month like if you've got a car and it's on the road somewhere you need to have the car insurance whereas do you not pay yearly uh, is it not cheaper to pay it yearly? Um, it is cheaper to pay it yearly, yes, but um, it's I find it more manageable monthly. So particularly now it's come down. Why don't you just put away the what it would cost for the year? Like the uh, yeah, I could do yeah, 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 I could do that. Yeah, I, I I thought about doing that for the next for I've just literally it's just upgraded and um, it's just renewed now. I know people that do that in Manchester. Like I used to live in Manchester. And Manchester is like one of the most expensive car insurance. Yeah, I remember when you got areas, that like yeah. in the country. Yeah. And people used to do that, like, well, they would just put the money away once a month and then pay it off because it's cheaper and because it's, it's so expensive anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely no. And it is something I might I might do for the next year. It's like, it came down quite a bit this year. I don't know specifically why, but, but I think just, like, no claims are starting to kind of rack up and everything. So it, it um it's taking it into account, which is nice. So it, it, I could have actually paid it all off in a one, one-off payment. But it was, I already had it set up monthly and I was like, well, and I looked at the monthly payments. I thought, well, actually, that's... At the current time of it being renewed, it was like, okay, that's a bit easier than having to just, like, pay a lump sum of a few hundred pounds. But, like, at the same the same point, it's, I guess it is, you know, that, that's one of the things It's I, I've had, like, um, like software, not so much apps, but, well, I guess, I guess they are kind of apps, but not from the app store. And it's things like, <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, it's a piece of software, but it's like... What, what counts as software to you? What counts as an app to you? Uh, I mean, I guess I don't know. 
I'm I'm distracting you, Gary. Yeah. Gary uh, anyway, yeah. So and, and it was like a one-off. It was like sorry, it was like a yearly payment, and they didn't offer a monthly subscription to it. And I would have preferred a monthly subscription because the one-off payment was like, you know, ninety quid or something. And it's like I just don't have. It's like, yeah, so we were like, um, what's it called, Adobe? Yeah, their Creative Suite is super expensive, where you can pay fifty quid a month or something, yeah. and you're like, oh, is it really going to cost me six hundred pounds? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I do. I do the same for Overcast. I pay for Overcast Premium, and it's like nine pounds a year, mm-hmm. so it's like less than a quid a month. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It is. It's kind of one of those like you mentioned it earlier with YouTube and the adverts and stuff like that. Like it is one of the downsides where they, you know, because you're kind of you're linked into this service, like with the music specifically. Um, they can kind of up it over time. I guess they don't want to because then you you could move to something else. But you know, if they all play by the same game, they could up it. But there's there's like there's other really annoying things where they they always try and get you to go to the next level. And get the next service and get like the Uber Uber <laughs> Premium Plus Gold, like Scientology, like just pay an extra nine grand and you'll learn <laughs> yeah. where the aliens come from. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like you know, I'm quite happy with you know what I have, and you don't need to. Uh, YouTube is one of the most annoying things right now. Um, it is like you answer a phone call, you press pause, you press play, you get. A, do you do you know really? You just want to pay for uh, YouTube Premium? Yeah. It's just ten pound a month. Just click right yeah. here, or say no and carry on using the crappy version. The 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 um the way that it just pops up in YouTube is actually as annoying as like those PPI calls and all that kind of stuff. And it just pops up at randomly as well, and it's like oh all yeah. the time. And it's you know it's so it just needs to chill the hell out. Yeah. you should be able to say. I, I don't want, you know, turn off notifications to not, but then obviously they would, you know, I guess it, it's it's probably at a stage where it's still relatively new, isn't it? So people, they're still trying to get people to, to go into it. And it I, but, you know, Apple introduced a policy for app developers where you couldn't, like, solicit ratings more than, like, once a version or something like mm-hmm. that. So because they, they used to do the same things where they'd ask you every time you opened the application or every time you touched a button if you wanted to give them five stars. And... They in, the Apple introduced a policy where they had to say no. If they said no, they weren't allowed to ask again until like there was something material had changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not material in like enough for an yeah. independence referendum, but like material in yeah. in another sense. But and I think that's that was a good thing. But because YouTube owns it, they can just continue <laughs> to say absolutely. Like we'll just spam yeah. you at all times because that's what we want to do. Just before I guess we should maybe think about wrapping up. How much did you spend a month again? Fifty six pounds. Fifty six. All right. Was that including your phone, or not including? No, not not including okay, my yeah. phone because it's not a subscription. Okay, so not including my phone. Mine was I think forty three, fifty or forty three something. I need to cancel some. <laughs> no, but I think you you have a lot more subscription. All right, I perceive you to have a lot more subscription services. So I'm surprised that there's only like ten quid between us. Because I don't like I don't pay for a VPN. There's a hundred quid a year. <laughs> for what? Because we're talking per month. Uh, yeah, and it's a tenner difference per month. Oh, it's sorry, but yeah, hundred quid a year between us. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah of course. Sorry, I thought, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I think the difference between ours is like I've got a lot. Oh, so I think our core, like um, uh, Apple Prime. Sorry, <laughs> we have Amazon <laughs> Prime, Netflix, <laughs> Apple Music, and things like that. But then I've got other ones like I pay for the Apple Developer mm-hmm. Program. I pay. F- I've got, like I said, the VPN, the back um, backups, and a couple of domains and like my email and stuff, things mm-hmm. like that. I pay for like self-hosting for my email and like where like those are the annual ones, and they kind of they kind of make it go up. A bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. And what? How do you like? Okay, so we will wrap up after this. But like, what's? How do you manage like all your subscriptions? Like, so because we probably between us don't have a huge amount. I mean, you 
definitely have more than me. Um, I don't have that much, and I don't keep track of them very well. I probably should. But like, what do you think is the easiest way to just like keep track of them all? So I have. This is going to sound quite lame, but I have a spreadsheet with all of my outgoings. So or recurring outgoings. So it's not like th- doesn't count things like food, but re- recurring outgoings like rent, council tax, mm. all these subscriptions. And I've got two columns. One is things that come out uh, monthly. One are, is things that come out annually. I've got what they are, their cost, the date that they come out. I also have some like percentages of like how much they are is like a percentage of like the total outgoings and things like that, and the source that they come out on. Okay. So I've got I've got them. They're um, outlined in red of the things that could easily get cut if I like. So if I suddenly wasn't like wasn't able to pay for them, like I've got the ones highlighted, the ones that are the first to go. Okay. Which include like my Cineworld subscription and some like some music subscriptions, and then I've got a third column which is like the annual cost to like for me to exist, and then that kind of highlights like how much it costs, like how much my annual outgoings are, and like where that kind of is coming from. And obviously, like the biggest ones rent, but mm-hmm. the second biggest ones my phone, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's okay. So that and that, so that's how I manage it. So I've got a very very explicit in plain plain english here's all the things i subscribe to here's what they cost here's how they come out and here's where they come out of so i know what account has to have what money etc okay all right see i should have that like i i like review my finances and stuff like that what comes out what comes out of each account and everything like maybe once a month but i do it all on paper and then i just shred the paper <laughs> or i should probably put it onto like an actual <laughs> So you use use a bit of paper, which is yeah. which is fine. Like at least you're conscious of it. But it's annoying because I use Excel for so many things, but all for work things. So I use Excel for project management stuff at the uni and like uh, in other workplaces and things like that. And it just so I don't know why I don't use it for my personal stuff. Um, you know, it's like I think when you use it quite a lot, you and Excel is quite good actually. It is one of those things where you don't want to be using it too much because it is it is insanely tedious at times. But but anyway. Well, should we wrap up? I'm not going to wrap this week because... Oh, well, I don't have a reason. Um, I just... Pro- you do have a reason. <laughs> what is th- so, what? this time last week, everybody, <laughs> Raul, Marco, and I were in a Nando's. And, <laughs> oh, no, so, uh, other, other chicken places are available. <laughs> Raul, Marco, and I were having dinner and discussing the podcast, what was good and what was bad. It was a weighted discussion, let's be fair. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Marco's wrap-up content did come up and marco then proceeded to try to wrap in this establishment and it was incredible and he vowed at that point to never do it again yeah i think i vowed at that point to never do it in nando's again other chicken places are available yeah. but yeah um so you're not gonna wrap no because if i do then i mean what would i do i'd have to talk about your money and then all the subscription services and how it's not funny when you have to do there's loads of rap music there's loads of like rap songs about music about money and having loads of money and stuff like that and yeah but if you got loads of money how people are trying to take your money you give it to apple then it's not funny and then you drink some snapple <laughs> no we're not actually doing it let's just like all right okay let's do the takeaway like what what have you learned that i should have a better way of organizing my um containers no my um my <laughs> <laughs> having oversight of your <laughs> Of of yeah yeah having oversight of my my outgoings for for specifically for subscriptions like I'm aware of other things that like quite well of go, that go out like phone and rent and all that kind of stuff I'm not oblivious but it's like having the small things and I think it goes back to the point about because they're small I think I kind of think like well it's just insignificant um you know and five pounds a month on its own is reasonably insignificant I'm not trying to say that you know it's not nothing but it is 
from what you get quite often it's quite insignificant because um, you normally get quite a lot for that as a service but or something that's really important but at the same point or the same time it's like they all add up they all add up to quite a lot of money um you know 50 quid a month is reasonable amount um but then again yeah you're talking 600 pound a year it's a lot yeah, of yeah it's a lot of money but then you we weigh up with what you get from it and you know i mean the music and prime alone are as in next day delivery are probably worth it i was gonna say can you put a you put a, a financial value against that but we can and we just did <laughs> yeah we just yeah yeah everyone else if you think of better ways for marco to manage his, his life his life in <laughs> general then let us know yeah yeah do it to us on twitter we're at bampots podcast and we're on everything else uh all the social media we're on facebook we don't use the social media but we do <laughs> definitely have those accounts yeah we don't have we don't have snapchat yet but we might one day yeah and we're on tinder uh, yeah i'm always on that and then we'll and we'll we'll just we'll see you in a couple of weeks guys yo <laughs> no don't worry i'm not gonna rap. <laughs> did you say yo <laughs> i'm not gonna rap. i'm not gonna rap. okay right goodbye bye